Hey guys, this is Danny Clouse, and you're listening to Real Talk with Danny. So today, I decided I wanted to do a special, more on actually my personality type. Um, if you all have not taken your Enneagram personality test, you should do so at um, truity.com. It's T R U I T Y. Um, com, and yeah figure out what your type is um i started this journey after my friend kayla thomas who's also a radio dj for pop crush um yeah uh nationally broadcasted across the u.s which is also amazing shout out to her um she is the one that really pointed me towards taking this test and um i've taken the enneagram before but i um, test before, but I really didn't understand it. Uh, so yeah, honestly, I was probably not even concerned with improving myself when I took it previously. So what it meant to me was kind of just like, oh, that's cool. I'm a type eight or I'm a type, you know, whatever. So right now, I mean, Basically, I know this to be true. I'm a type two. Through and through, I'm a type two. Um, the next thing I think I believe I'm a wing uh I'm a wing one, uh, which means that essentially uh that's like my next highest uh that's my next highest. So essentially, um that's my next highest score, excuse me. So essentially, let me just talk over the type two because I feel like I should kind of instill some knowledge to you all on um, what it means to me and hopefully this will encourage you all to also pursue understanding what your type is and how you can also improve yourself in the process, what your weaknesses are, what your strengths are, how to play into your strengths, how to work on your weaknesses. So anyway, right now um, I'm reading off of um, a blog uh, from Truity. Truity. I hope that's how they, they say it. But anyway, I'm reading off of a blog and basically it's talking about what drives people nuts um, about type twos. And that would be my need to know more about uh, more than what people are willing to share. Um, in other words, it was saying what what drives what drives people nuts is your need to know more than what people are willing to share and that hit well it struck a chord with me because i was like um more recently dealing with this issue with a friend and um yeah uh i do tend to really i like to be in people's spaces it seems and not necessarily knowing that I am essentially being intrusive, but more so that I have the feeling that I need to be there or that I might want to be there out of some sort of entitlement. But, you know, 
I'm working on that. Um, basically, it says here, uh, when there's someone important in need, you're all in and will drop everything to lend a helping hand. This may be seen as an intrusion of personal space and privacy for certain Enneagram types and clinginess by others. Um, I've definitely gotten clingy before, especially in college when, um, with certain friendships, uh, my friends were like, Danielle, like, are you good? Cause you're really clingy. And, you know, I feel like my type two personality really developed out of kind of my, just my, who I grew up around my mother. Um, I actually believe that my mother is a type two um, as to why we're so like, um, in, in our, in our ways of giving and wanting others, um, to appreciate us, so on and so forth. So I believe I really got that from her. Um, but yeah. And then, you know, my other side of it is that, yeah, my love for people. I believe that I did get that from my dad because like my mom is actually a, I believe she'd be like a type two introvert. So like essentially that's not normal, but um which I believe that actually balances her out. But me, I'm a type two extrovert, which there's no balance there. It's like I'm a people pleasing people person and it kind of blows up in my face um a lot. But uh over time I have really understood um how to scale back in certain friendships and how not to give too much um in relationships um more specifically friendship relationships um I still haven't mastered relationships because there have been very few people on this earth that I have liked enough to pursue a relationship with or even just like enough in general to want to be there for that person in a certain um in a particular capacity to where they experience the side of me where I go hard in just trying to meet their needs or be there for them or to drop everything I'm doing just to essentially um help and yeah so that that really kind of really resonates with me and how I need to really work on myself in that specific area with significant relationships um with friendships how I was able to get through that was a lot of mentorship, a lot of um, self-realization and understanding of who I, uh, who I was and um, who I am and essentially what my tendencies were to be clingy and, and so on. And it really just took friends pouring into me and, and telling me that, yeah, like they're, they're there for me unconditionally and understanding that um, basically when I built those, those friendships, um, and then later on pretty much those friendships that, that, um, they just, they stood true. Um, they stood the test of time and I'm so confident and essentially, um, yeah, I'm confident in my friendships and, and the security of those friendships that I don't necessarily have to maintain them to the level of which I originally started when I was insecure about them. Um, 
more so when I was previously insecure about friendships in general. Um, now I'm kind of not like, you know, I love people so I can make, um, I can make friends with a complete stranger and we'll be going to get coffee or dinner the next day. Like, that's just me. Um, heck, I got into a car accident with someone and we worked out together um, another another day. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. You see, I'm, I'm just that type of person that I really just thoroughly enjoy relationships and people that it really, um, I mean, that's the thing I love about myself, but I also learned, you know, when it comes to friendships, how to balance that and balancing that um, really just took me understanding that I have my own needs and that I am, um, I don't need to give to be loved. And I think um, that is something my friends uh, like clearly defined for me and, and gave me um, you know, just gave me that understanding and, um, you know, that also just took a lot of self-discovery and just honestly, um, investing in, in friendships that, um, in people that didn't take advantage of me in those times. I did have a lot of friends that did take advantage of me, but when I put my foot down, I did lose a lot of friends, to be honest. Um, but, again, with my personality, most of them came back around. And it's just more so than understanding, okay, Danielle does have boundaries. Danielle does have, um, you know, she does, she does understand that, you know, like her worth in, in, in a very great sense. And so, yeah, I think that's what even... Uh, allowed me to still pursue those friendships even after they you know started to fall apart I think I really just you know on another aspect of myself I really strive to strive towards being just humble and not not letting my pride get in the way of a relationship like I always want to essentially put like take take you know you know if I even have to take myself several notches down to just really reconcile and heal a relationship I'll do so because I believe that people are worth it that people do have um everybody has something to offer I believe that everybody um you know there's always a way that people can contribute to each other's lives to grow each other to uphold each other to uplift each other like there's just so many things about people about relationships that are just so beautiful like why let them go why let them lay waste um I guess those those are things that resonates with me and so that's something I strive for in my friendships um moreover I realize that in relationships I am really trying hard to work on that aspect of myself and in and I mean significant relationships and yeah just really not giving much I think I found that like again if I really really like the person that's where I start to lose a sense of what my boundaries are um and really look to hold on um so tightly to to those relationships to where I'm pretty much suffocating it 
And um, yeah, I think, you know, obviously, uh, like, I mean, there was this one relationship I was in where, like, maybe I didn't like him as much. Um, so I definitely, like, man, my communication with him was bare to minimum. But, like, you know, um, like, I would barely reach out. I'd wait for him to text me, like, these personalities or those traits, I kind of even want to like look deeper into what personality am I exhibiting when I don't give anything to a relationship, when I'm literally holding back so much that I'm just kind of like, it's not like my overconfidence, I guess, I think me being overly confident in who I am and what I'm worth, but I believe it has more to do with like, like maybe, I don't know, my pride or just I just don't like the person enough. I mean, I think over time, or I know that over time with friendships and relationships, uh, friendships specifically, I mean, I learned like what my limits are with people. And like when it comes to, when it came to like giving, giving to relationships and giving, I mean, giving to friendships, I, um, I just, I valued my energy more than, like the relationship I guess I valued my energy in the sense of like where I put my energy like I'm very I became more specific in who I give my energy to especially friendship because I just kind of realized like you know after getting hurt by so many people I kind of was just like nah like I gotta I gotta hone that back in and, and be a little bit more selfish and more um let's just say, like, taking things for myself. Um, with a significant relationship where I didn't give much to it, I think um, I think for that one, is like I just really wanted it to work um, because I know he was trying. And I think my, my heart in, oh, he's trying. Like, not that I felt bad or anything like that, but um, I think I truly wanted it to work. I just... I wasn't even trying something different by not like being as giving. I think I don't know what it was. That's something I really would like to reanalyze and consider because not the relation. I'm I'm not gonna go back to that one, but like more just consider like what was it that didn't really make me put effort in, other than the fact that I didn't like him as much as I've liked another or like two other people in my life. Um, I mean, that's a, just a different type of energy and I definitely didn't give him any energy. In fact, he would even tell me, I hope he never listens to this, to be quite honest. Um, <laughs> I He would tell me I'm the worst texter. I don't text back. Um, I don't call back. Like... That's who I am. That's who I was to him. And, oof. Mm, that's not me. Um, that's definitely... That's a version of me that's more like Savage Danielle. Um, it is not even the knows her worth Danielle. It's more of like the Danielle that kind of 
oh, I don't know what was up with me. I'm still, I'm gonna still figure that out. I'm gonna still figure that out. But let me, let me move on because, um, let me give you an example of a relationship that, is too fresh, too recent, but like more in the sense of just to kind of give this a little bit more content. Um, yeah, uh, so I was, like, basically, I analyzed that this guy that I was talking to was a type 5, which apparently, um, so basically they're observers or also, um, I feel like, what was the other, uh, investigator is another name for it, but essentially, apparently, um, type 2s and type 5s are double opposites, so, Essentially, I have some information from the Enneagram Institute where um, basically they they like kind of analyze the relationship of a type two with a type five. And this can even be in a friendship. So like I'm thinking that like I'll kind of use it in that context. But essentially a people person versus a loner. So type fives, they can also be extroverts not to um, discount that, but essentially, uh, a loner in the, in, in, in the terms of how they cope when they're, um, you know, trying to figure things out or when they're trying to get their creative stride, like strive, it's just more of like, um, it's, it's, it's a general terminology for them, but I don't think that all type vibes are loners, especially the one I'm specifically thinking about, but basically, um, basically it would be like a feeling type with a thinking type. Two, twos and fives come from different points of view on what is important in life and in a relationship. And yet, because they are so different, they can also, um, be an intense attraction to the mystery of the other. So, um, essentially, uh, twos can see fives as, uh, as challenges, distant, mentally preoccupied and not giving many outward, um, signals and difficult to charm easily because they're so private. Um, it's also hard to know what pleases a five, which makes twos only try harder and twos bring to the relationship a willingness to make and uh, take the initiative to pursue the five should be the first one to call to ask for a date no matter what gender they are um when healthy twos bring um, warmth physical comfort etc etc but to go back and emphasize on the fact that we are the first like type twos are the first to um call or ask for a date like that's me 100%. I'm like the first to initiate even in in friendships. I like specifically friendships and what I am the first to initiate most of the time. Like that is just me. I initiate. I always initiate. And I don't really grow tired of it, but obviously when the others are feeling uh, or having an adverse reaction to it or more so uh resistance to it then that's when I actually instead of withdrawing I try harder which is not necessarily the smartest move for me I'm learning and I'm definitely gonna have to make some adjustments on how I do that um also um just a disclaimer type uh your type 
um, has a pairing. Usually you have like a wing, um, they call it wings, but basically it just means your, the, the next thing that you, you scored highest on. So that's for me as a type one. And essentially, um, with that, it kind of, uh, kind of also is where I have experienced growth as well because um, I'm more so uh, I'm not let's just say when I'm in my kind of growth phase or where I'm growing is towards being more of an individualist or more of a um, but it's basically not relying so so heartily upon um others for my love and um and everything else so uh yeah it's 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 really interesting so I'm really I really hope that after you all listen to this you'll go and get your um test like get get test and just see what you are because yeah it really um actually type one excuse me is a perfectionist um, type four is individualist, and I believe that is what I scored third highest on. Um, yeah, that's what I scored third highest on, and so um, that time tend to be kind of like my leaning when, um, a little bit on the healthier side of myself, um, but yeah, so. Uh, but yeah, just, you know, continuing, like, you know, I'm not really going to dive further into, into, um, you know, uh, what the relationship between a two and a five is, but more so to also, um, iterate that, yeah, like a lot of people would find me intrusive, um, especially type fives, but that I, um, don't have a really good sense of, you know, just when to stop and not be the truth. Um, I, it's weird because I don't really have this problem with friendships, um, definitely with relationships. So it's something that I also have to kind of be like, why does it have to change? What changes in a relationship? And I think that truly is my desire for um, a long-lasting condition. And I believe that they say that my my top and um, greatest desire is to um, be unconditionally loved. And I believe that unconditional love is truthfully like from wanting that from from someone that will never go anywhere, basically, um, that, like, to be also just, I think something that helped me is that, that someone, like, would, would be like, hey, I'm not going anywhere, and I think that's, so my greatest fear is literally being, um, unwanted or unworthy of love, but actually my even greatest fear is, is abandonment, and I think that really stems down to, um, the loss of my father when I was 10 years old and like, you know, these things, obviously everything in life contributes to who you are and how you cope and, you know, but I guess a lot of it also, you can't make excuses for yourself all the time. You have to own up, uh, own up to your weaknesses and just really like work through them because, 
Um, you never want those weaknesses to become your limitation in essentially in essentially giving yourself the best things in life, um, giving yourself uh you know, better relationships, um, healthy relationships and I find that, you know, as far as my personality type goes, I'm not looking in any way to flip my personality on its head and and just all of a sudden not care about people, not love people. No, I'm going to continue to do that. But there are ways for me to to really just deep dive, go do take a deep dive and really understand how I can better myself in the way I communicate and love others and how I am also um, just ensuring that I, I, I set boundaries for myself and others. I don't do that enough. And that's something that I'm learning is very key in in just my being a healthy type two personality, being a healthy version of Danielle. Like that is very, very key. And so just kind of to tell you all this, this is literally things I've discovered about myself in this past week is just to really like, like I've just never thought that like, I was kind of like, I'll be honest when it comes to like Enneagram and and like these little personality tests and stuff like I kind of would just brought like I've kind of like you know at one point I was into it I was like oh like my personality test I got this but the be- truth be told I was like at another point I was like this is weird like I am who I am but I believe that these are tools I think great resources to really understand your mental health um understand you who you are um, in a way that is not necessarily like, again, disclaimer, none of this is perfectly, perfectly fits into how unique of a person you are, how unique of, uh, just, yeah, who you are as an individual. It, it doesn't, it's like, yeah, there's nine types. There's no way there's just nine different type of people out there. Not like, this kind of it, it it just gives you a general basis and sense of who and how you cope and what your general weaknesses are and all that kind of and all that kind of stuff so um yeah so just you know you can take everything with a grain of salt of course like there's some things that are definitely inaccurate about the type 2 personality about me but i would say most of it is fairly true pretty true very true um but you know again like um I think that's where they talk about the wings and um basically your your second and third types essentially and how that plays into um into your personality as well and so it's never just one solid okay you're a two and you're a two through and through and you're not anything else and you can't be any, nah, it's not saying that at all so um so yeah what I think like that's what changed my attitude towards Enneagrams um like the testing anyway for personality uh and also just those solid disclaimers and that you know everyone's so so unique and so different that this is literally just the best attempt to really just 
you know, consolidate some type of consensus on, you know, um, just ways that we can work on ourselves. And yeah, I hope this has helped you. Um, just to go a little bit, I want to go deeper at another time and really even just discuss this with my friend, um, Kayla. Hopefully she'll get on my podcast and jump on here and and we can, we're definitely, I feel like, yeah, this is my official invitation to her. But, um, yeah, like, I, uh, I really, I really think that this is something that deserves your attention. Um, so if you have time, definitely go to, uh, com. I found that the test was, uh, not as, like a big of a headache as some, um, or as long as others, uh, as well as just very, uh, I like the, how sleek the design of the, uh, like the, basically the interface of the website. So it's not like this old retro, like tacky, like I, I don't mean to, you know, like, downplay any of the other sites or its accuracy, but yeah, I, th- I found it to be very, um, very good anyway so it's truity.com so www.truity.com and so did I say that right t-r-u-i-t-y yep dot com and so that's where you'll find it um you have to kind of toggle down to see um Enneagram because there's also like you know um I believe Myers-Briggs uh, the I like you know INTP ENTP all those as well um I haven't really dived back into that I forget even what my personality type is in there but um yeah it's it's uh it's it's pretty good so please 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 if you do so um yeah like and you want to discuss yours or something like yeah make sure you discuss it with friends um with your family um really dive, do a deep dive, like, in, in, and just kind of try to, try to understand yourself and, you know, um, ways you can improve your life. Um, I think that's the biggest thing and biggest, most encouraging thing about it is that there are so many ways to improve ourselves. And if you're looking towards self-improvement, this is the way to do it. And especially amid quarantine and, COVID-19, um, there are so many things that we get to do, um, and so many things are so many, so much more time on our hands to, to really invest in ourselves and, and who we are and, you know, our growth. So there's that. Um, yeah. So anyway, I hope that you enjoyed listening to this. This is just like a 30 minute, I guess, um, a little bit, just a little bit over 30 minutes. But yeah, um, I hope you enjoyed. Happy, happy whatever day it is for you. This is Mother's Day. So I hope that whoever um, listened to this, that they wish their mother a happy Mother's Day or that they did something special and nice for her. Um, I ordered my mother flowers, but it isn't arriving to her until Thursday. And I probably should let her know that because... that was, um, that was a bad daughter move on my end because I completely forgot to order it early. Um, 
And maybe if they, even if I did, it probably still would have come Thursday because ain't nobody picking up their flowers these days. So, um, yep, that's it. Anyway, have a great one, guys.